Terrell, could you do me a favor? And shut the he fuck said no. up. <laughs> he said no. Fuck you, Ann. I'm not getting you no, no nothing. Because you're standing closest to the door, and I was going to ask you if you can bring my bottle of Riesling. No problem, <laughs> <laughs> You got to go and get angry at all of my honesty. You know I try, but I don't do too well with apologies. I hope I don't run out of time Can someone call a referee Cause I just need one more shot Have forgiveness I know you know that I made those mistakes Maybe once or twice By once or twice I mean maybe a couple of hundred times So let me, oh let me Redeem or redeem on myself tonight Cause I just need one more shot Second chance is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body oh. Is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down Is it too late to say sorry now? And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast With your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Buggy And Baba Gazoo Yeah, yeah I love having Baba Gazoo on the show. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you were part of it. It's my boy right here, and it just the vibe is always that. right. Heck yeah, when we are here in the building in the lounge. How you feeling tonight? Uh, I feel a little tired. You feel a little tired? I a feel. Tired. I'm, I've been dragging all day for some reason. Yeah, I feel a little tired too. I don't know what it is. The weather don't help. And yes, Riesling, Riesling. I sent CT in the house so he can get me some Riesling. That way we could keep him off the microphone. So he can shut the fuck up. So he can shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. That was a way to push him to the left real quick. (laughs) To the left, to the left. (laughs) The little pretty beers that he got. He's the bartender tonight. (laughs) Bartender. He be serving him drinks. That's kind of like uh, Tommy Davidson. Yep, that's exactly what that. <laughs> ain't hey. serving them drinks. <laughs> we ain't shit. We ain't shit. Anyway, so, you know, people got all kind of stuff to be sorry for this week. <laughs> United Airlines oh. got a couple reasons to be sorry. Did y'all hear about? <laughs> this is really not a laughing matter. Like, this is horrible. For the third year, for the third year in a row, though, United Airlines has the most pet deaths. Did y'all hear about the dogs? <laughs> Did you hear about the dogs on United Airlines? Okay, so two stories broke earlier this week about unfortunate incidents involving dogs. One pup died while being forced into a carry-on baggage compartment, and another one was mistakenly sent to Japan. What the fuck? <laughs> How are you going to send a dog? How? Okay, first of all, like, you know, earlier you was like, um, if somebody's trying to put my my dog in an overhead compartment, I'm going to be, hold up. No, my dog is up in there. Yeah, you tell me your dog. Like, I'm going to fight with a stewardess. Like, for real. I'm going to be fighting with your ass if you try to put <laughs> my dog in the overhead compartment. And then, but the other one, though, the other one, Japan. It was supposed to be going to, like, Kansas or, or somewhere. 
And ends up going to Japan. Toto. Toto in the fuck up in Japan. So, uh, while it may seem like an anomaly, it's not. Turns out United has a particularly horrible track record when it comes to safely transporting pets, according to the Department of Transportation's latest data. 24 animals died on planes in 2018, and 18 of them were deaths at the hands of United Airlines. That's crazy. 18? 18 of them were United, which is double the number they reported in 2016. That's 18 too many. Man. Period. It is. So American Airlines, Delta, Alaska, each had two pets die during travels and only one injury or loss for each of the airlines. And that puts United at the top of the list for the third year in a row, despite their pet safe cargo program. According to specific <laughs> reports filed each after each death. The pet safe cargo program is not fucking oh, working. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's crazy. My mom used to always fly United, too. Back in the day, she was like, I will only fly United. She used to fly out to New York all the time, out to Brooklyn. Shout out to all my family out in Brooklyn. If you're listening, Brooklyn in the Bronx, I got fam out there. Holla. Uh, she, she used to only fly United, though. Like, she wouldn't fly anything else. I don't fly. You don't Period. fly. You don't fly. Fuck that. Do you have a fear of flying? Yes. Really? A great fear. <laughs> have you ever been? I'm, I'm sure you've been on. I was in the military, so I've been on. Oh, that's right. That's I, right. I've flown that's around right. the country, but that's that's a missile. It's a rocket with wings on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, if something was to happen, you have no control. You just you going down. You have no control over. Now, if I get into a car accident, I can kind of duck and roll or something. But you in a plane accident. What you gonna do? That's your ass, Mr. Postman. <laughs> when when it's our time though, it's our time. Do you believe that? But I what if it's that. the nigga that's sitting next to me? What if it's his time? <laughs> and I'm just on the same plane as him. Well then you gonna make it. <laughs> you gonna make it and he's not. <laughs> Damn. What if it's a couple he's, other people's time? What if it's somebody else's time? <laughs> Shit. So, nah, I don't. I don't fly at all. I don't play that. I catch a bus from here to New York. See, you, and be chilling the whole fucking time. I got a bus from here to Vegas and it was chilling. Took like sixteen hours. <laughs> wow. I was watching niggas do crack on the bus. All kinds wow. of crazy shit. Vegas is not fun. that long of a flight, and you took a sixteen fucking hour, hour bus, bus ride. ride. Yes. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Call me what you want. You, you've driven cross country too, huh? Uh, yeah, I driven from Sacramento to uh, Texas, but shit, that was a long ass drive because I had to go up up north to Oregon, get all my shit. Then I had to go through the Sierra Mountains and all that. It was a long ass ride. Yeah, I was chilling though. I didn't give a fuck. I had sunflower seeds and Newports. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. My, I would get restless leg syndrome and shit sitting in a car that's fucking long. I couldn't do it. The only thing that it did to me is when I started hallucinating. On them long Texas roads, I'd pass a car, and then like about five minutes later, I would see their taillights, and I was thinking there was the police coming to get me, because all you see is the red lights, <laughs> and I would see blue with it, I was like, oh, shit. Uh-uh. Baba Gazoo, did you hear about uh, Rihanna blasting Snapchat, and for good reason, too? Very good reasons. So, apparently, uh, there's a slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown ad <laughs> <laughs> it's funny but it ain't funny but the shit is funny there's an ad 
uh, well, there was an ad on Snapchat, and it was, would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown was the question that greeted some Snapchat users <laughs> who were served an advertisement for a game called Would You Rather this week. Now, Rihanna is making her opinions known about the ad posting an anti-Snapchat uh, missive to her Instagram stories on Thursday. Now, Snapchat, I know you already know you ain't my fave app out there, she wrote in the text-based post. But I'm just trying to figure out what the point was with this mess. I'd love to call it ignorance, but I know you ain't that dumb. You spent money to animate something that would bring intentional shame to domestic violence victims and made a joke of it. And then she goes on to say, this isn't about my personal feelings because I don't have much of them. But but to all the women, children and men that have been victims of domestic violence in the past, and especially the ones who haven't made it out yet, you let us down. She continued, shame on you. Throw the whole apology away, you bitch. (laughs) Snapchat, come on, man. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But you you hear that Chris Brown didn't say nothing. (laughs) <laughs> no, Chris he, Brown didn't he say didn't. shit. He didn't. <laughs> but I also heard that they lost eight hundred million dollars in their stocks. Eight hundred million. Eight hundred million. That wow. is a lot of fucking money. Wow. Well, I guess a spokesperson for Snapchat issued a statement to USA Today apologizing uh, for the ad which references Chris Brown's 2009 domestic violence incident you know all of that and uh, they said this advertisement is disgusting and never should have appeared on our service the statement reads we are so sorry we made the terrible mistake of allowing it through our review process okay you Uh, you just now told on yourself you have a review process and it got through and somebody let it through and ain't nobody got fired yet wow and they say, we are so sorry we made the terrible mistake. And then we are investigating how that happened so that we can make sure it never happens again. Yeah. Now, that's one of the yeah. things that they, they put it out there to see what the reaction was going to be. Mm-hmm. And Rihanna came back with a bad reaction. Yeah. And they stock dropped. Yeah. So now, now of all of a sorry. sudden. Yeah. Of course they're sorry. They're, they're not sorry they did money. it. They're sorry they got caught. Exactly. So. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. But on to some real funny shit. I know you saw DJ Envy and his feelings on the Breakfast Club with Jesus and Meryl <sighs> as guests that he wouldn't call special guests. He what made light skinned niggas look bad. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to have to back it up a little bit and tell the story. Um, for anybody that doesn't know about the Breakfast Club, Jesus and Merrill, these are shows out of they're they're New York, right? I know Jesus and Merrill, the Bronx, that's where they're from. Yeah, and Breakfast um, Clubs in uh, they're from New York too. So this is um, these are some New York based shows. The Breakfast Club is a morning show out there. Jesus and Merrill's a, a nighttime show on Vice, on Land. Vice Land. So apparently, <laughs> DJ Envy and his wife went on the real, and uh, the reason why they went on. <laughs> there was because dj envy had been cheating on his wife and they were they were talking about how they multiple worked through times. that yeah multiple times they were talking about how they worked through that well Jesus and Mero is the type of show that they they they're jokesters they get on there and they talk about the culture and they clown and yeah. and you know that that's what their show is all about it's they're funny comedians. they're comedians so they said something about dj envy going on there on that show right 
<laughs> First of all, they were like, why would you go on there with five women to talk about cheating on your wife? <laughs> he was setting himself up for failure Already, right there. Already, with a satin jacket on. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. <laughs> with a satin jacket on, right? <laughs> the satin jacket killed it. So so anyways, they were watching, Jesus and Mero are, are watching this this show, The Real, with DJ Envy and his wife on there, on their show. And uh, the wife, DJ Envy's wife went on there and she was saying, you know, I don't know DJ Envy. All I know is Rashawn. His, she, she, his government name, right? And so Jesus was like, you know them DJ Envy checks, though. Exactly. So, <laughs> haha, you know, whatever. That, it was nothing. They little jokes. That's what they do. Man, DJ Envy, they, the Breakfast Club had Jesus and Meryl come on their show. DJ Envy had them come on there so he can get at them. Like, first of all, you need to apologize to my wife. That was a setup. That was a total oh, yeah. setup. Because to me, oh, yeah. DJ Envy is a punk. He's weak. He's talking about a real man would have checked him like he did and so on and so forth. No, a real man would have got at them, them, got, got at them brothers soon as he heard that. Right. Like, uh, like uh, Deza said, Charlemagne got our number. They, they got mm-hmm. contact info on both of us. Mm-hmm. So why you didn't come at them before Could have called they... them the next day after that. Their show exactly. aired. Exactly. You could have called them that same night. That night if you wanted to. You know, to. New York don't sleep. Right. 24 hours. But instead, they wait until a couple... Was it like a week? That was a week ago, wasn't it? It was... I feel like no, it was long, like longer than longer that. Than a couple weeks It was back. probably two weeks ago. <laughs> There's an uncomfortable silence because a nigga just grabbed my mic and tried to put it in my face. That, that was very inappropriate. That was CT. So anyway, (laughs) but no, anyway, he could have came at them real outside, Mm -hmm. but he he did it where there's security. Yeah, they're in the the comfort of the studio. Mm -hmm. He knows that ain't nobody gonna get up and pop off, and he was like trying to puff his chest up. Mm-hmm. Little light-skinned bastard. And then, and then, so, okay, after he says, you need to apologize to my wife, and they apologize. He said, I'm sorry, I thought we was good. Uh, I, we would never make jokes about your, your wife, your children, family, nothing. Apparently, he didn't accept the apology because he got up and walked off the set, just left. Yeah, and that was the crazy he thing. just left. Because you walking out on your own job. Right. How are you going to walk out on your own show? But they, they I, what I think it was is that he was a or he was coming at them like that because his wife got on his ass. Oh yeah, and oh, said yeah. you better check them niggas. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because he was nervous the whole time. Because when tell. when people get nervous and they get when they're upset and they start you know fumbling their words and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, fuck him. He so made light skinned niggas look bad. <laughs> He's going extra hard to try to please his wife right now because I'm thinking like all of a sudden you care about your wife's feelings. He wasn't caring about her feelings when he was uh, sleeping with Erica Mena or right. whoever the chicks was. And there's right. multiple, multiple women that you were disrespecting your marriage. And now all of a sudden you got to protect your, your wife's honor and right. fuck out of here. Over this shit. <laughs> Light bright. Get the, damn near fuck, white. Out. Get the fuck out of here, Envy. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking With mooly. your beige rage, you fucking mooly. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't really... And then Charlemagne didn't do it any didn't, didn't do any he help. He was loving the shit. Did you see how he was he was weak? <laughs> and then they, they he was weak. He I don't was know if you watched up. the interviews. They have a Breakfast Club Rewind. Mm-mm, I didn't watch that. Yeah, on Facebook they have Breakfast Club Rewind. So after the the interview and everything mm-hmm. was over, they had uh, Breakfast Club Court. 
Oh, and, okay, he, and then he was back in the room. And it, basically, Charlemagne was like, "You same stuff that we're that we're mm-hmm. saying right now. You should have did it a different way." Right. And he was like, "Nah, you just don't mess with the family. You don't mess with the kids and the wife." And, stuff. and then he was like, "Well, and you didn't have you didn't have my back." And Charlemagne was like, "I was I was just going along with what you said." Right. You know what? How am I supposed to have your back? And you pretty much was fucking up. Yeah. Trying to get mad he, at some niggas. He went about it wrong. Yeah, so that shit went viral though. We talking about the shit right now. Oh, it's all over Instagram. Over you seen the memes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. talk about my wife no more. You see the uh, the training day one? Mm-mm. The training day they got uh, uh, Denzel Washington at the end when he's getting ready when he's in the the little court and he was like, I'm putting cases on all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they put in a little meme up there of him. Yeah, envy. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but but that's what they do. That is what they do. They're a radio show they that does that do the exact same shit thing about everybody on a daily basis, but can't handle it. And they don't let comes back on. They don't let old girls say nothing. So did you, you see really the time? Um, it was a while back now, but did you see when K Michelle came on there and roasted oh, yeah, Angela? She, Yee? she, she roasted her ass. She roasted the fuck out of Angela Yee. And she had. I agree. I agreed with K Michelle so did I. because it was like. Out of all the people in the room, you should have said something. Mm-hmm. She was sitting there giggling and stuff. I guess because um, I can't even remember who it was, but they were talking about yeah, K. Michelle got a stinky punani and <laughs> wah, wah, and Angela Yee. <laughs> oh, that was Mayno. Okay, yeah, Mayno and, uh, and his little and his little friend. <laughs> and I guess Angela Yee wanted to keep talking about it because she thought it was. Funny she kept bringing it up. Kick out of it. Yeah, she was the one bringing it up. She was so adding K. fuel Michelle to the fire. Came on there and let her have it. But but that's what their show was about. So for Envy to get mad that some other niggas was doing the same thing mm-hmm. that they do, that's it, it all boils down to his wife dug in that ass mm-hmm. and he is still repenting for all the shit that he done fucked up. Mm-hmm. The cheating and the, all the mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. So Yep. You ain't say nothing. You didn't even know about the article until two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. And Baba Kazoo. Yeah, yeah. You be getting the attitude. You do. You be getting real irritated all the time. Come on, let's record. It's recording. You guys are more yeah. You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie won't turn on no music. Baba Gazoo's over here to the left chilling. Can you turn on some music? Because I'm not going to keep being like trying to do music and shit at the same time. I'm not doing no more songs. I'm doing one song in the beginning. And you can stop getting the attitude. And you can stop getting the attitude. Tune in to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I woke up Chris Breezy. Oh my God, I'm the man. I'm so fly and I can dance. There's tattoos on my neck. I just FaceTime Kanye. I told him I'm his biggest fan. Yeah, yeah. Got all these in my DM. Yeah, I do. Hold up. Holy, I got a kid. Oh, 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 oh. 
Like that, walking down the street and ain't nobody know my name. Whoa. Ain't no paparazzi flashing pictures. This is great. Whoa. Ain't nobody judging 'cause I'm black or my controversial past. I'ma go and see a movie and relax. Hey, I'm a blood, but I can finally wear blue. Cool. Watch his mama calling all the time. Leave me the heck alone. Damn. Wait, if I'm in Diggy Body, Breezy is who? Hold my daughter's is who? Wait, if I was Chris Brown, where would I be? Listening to the Lounge Talk podcast and Carter DJ L Boogie and Baba Gazoo. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see L Boogie smile though, because <laughs> smile, smile for me now. Smile for me. I want you smile, just smile for me. Smile, nigga. Smile. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There he goes. Okay, that's all I needed. Why don't you shut the door and go do something, man? You, you keep sliding that door. It's, it's irritating. I am a CT. sinner. I'm probably going to sin again. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. We're just trying to record a podcast. CT don't kill my vibe. CT don't kill my vibe. CT don't kill my vibe. I can feel your energy from. <laughs> Close the door. Good Damn. Lord. <sighs> I apologize, listeners. I appreciate you and your patience. Now, <laughs> Boogie smiling. He's laughing, oh, though. So, Back okay. on track. <laughs> So we were talking about reality shows like an episode or two or something ago. And uh, it's funny because Tammy Roman, who came on, I think it was probably the second season of The Real World. And she's been doing reality oh, shows for, you know, Tammy Roman. Is, she, does the bon- <laughs> she does the Bonnet Chronicles on Instagram. I don't really follow you know, her, but I know she she married uh, she married a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Basketball wife, she's Bas- on there. Yeah, basketball wife. She's the same chick that was on Real World and said that the dude was trying to rape her. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that's how she's made her living is on these reality shows. Well, this week she broke down and said that she's unhappy because people just see her one way. Because that's all you portray. that's what she puts out, right? Okay. So she says, I'm unhappy because people just see me one way. And that's not to say that's not who I am, but it's not only me. 
and then she says, I've been battling with what's making my lifestyle comfortable, but that hasn't actually been making me as a person on the inside comfortable. Hmm. Okay. It's a choice you made for the bag. For the exactly. check. That's a choice you made. But you know, I mean, she's she's a mother. It's affecting her, it's affecting her kids. And she says, I don't want to not be about to provide for my children. But now when I try to go out and get other opportunities and other revenue revenue streams, people don't want that girl associated with their projects. Um, okay, well, are you gonna take some accountability, Tammy, for the fact that you created that, that image yeah, for you, yourself? You, you she, did that. she started that, like you said, back when she was on the real world. Yeah. She was that Omarosa type yep. chick. She was the 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 bad girl or whatever. Yeah. And then she really messed up when she tried to accuse old boy of raping her right. on the show. And that was in the nineties. What year was that was was that show? That was early nineties. I yeah, wanna say it was like ninety one, ninety two, ninety. So she's been building her reputation for a long time. Yeah. At some point during <laughs> the last twenty something, almost thirty years, right. she could have switched up. Yeah, because she has older kids too. She mm-hmm. has like a daughter that's in her twenties. Yeah, if I'm not early mistaken. 20s. Yeah, she does. Kenny Anderson. That's who she Kenny married. Kenny Anderson. Kenny right. Anderson. You know, but okay, that that's the choice she made to make her money. She could have, like you said, a long time ago, she could have recreated herself. But now here we are in 2018, and she's probably mid-40s, close to 50, talking about, I'm unhappy with the way people see me. It's he, what you portray. That, that, that's, that's, what, that's how you get your money. She could have, so you got to keep, either keep that going and just say, okay, this is what it is, or um, you're going to get you a regular 9 to 5. Get or start a business. I mean, she 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 could have easily made started a business. When she was married to Kenny Anderson. Mm-hmm. He was bringing in good money, you know, millions of dollars a year. She could have started up something to make a, a, a financial make it her and her kids financially stable. Mm-hmm. But she chose to be the bad girl on TV and the basketball wives. She is horrible. I saw a few episodes of that, and it was enough for me to see that this is a whole lot of drama. This is way too much. That's what all them this shows are. So Throwing drinks. And and I mean, all, all of them are. All of them are, but that one is a little extra. And, like, uh, they go hard. That's uh, Shaq's wife. Yep. That's it. Shaq's Shaquille wife. Shaquille O'Neal's ex-wife. Shawnee or Shuni you know, or whatever how come, how come these shows that are called Basketball Wives and like Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> stuff like Ain't most of them, of them married. <laughs> exactly are divorced divorced or divorced why do they <laughs> used to be wives XY you might as well On, call uh, basketball ex-wives the real housewives of Atlanta some of them ain't never been married. Yeah, so how do they get on a show that, that has wives in the title and they ain't never been a wife? It's all about marketing. And then they say home chick on there that she made up a husband. Oh, Kenya? Kenya. Kenya Moore. I don't know if that's true or not, but everybody is on there saying like yeah, he... It probably is. That he's she like... kind of crazy. Um, he's like Ron, Ron Glass. Remember... <laughs> Remember from um, the Brady Bunch when <laughs> Ron Glass? I think it was it was a George Glass. Somebody Glass. Jan had this fake made up um, boyfriend. boyfriend. Do you remember, you don't remember that? Nah. Okay, I went way back on you. Way she had, back. She had a made up boyfriend. They said Kenya be having made up boyfriends and husbands and shit. I believe it because every every season she got a, a new new boyfriend mm-hmm. and she getting married every time. And then that other dude, he was crazy though. That he one beat he up. Was, uh, you see that he beat up Peter. 
He beat up radio, Peter? In the radio station. <laughs> no, he beat He's up like, Peter. I was trying to see you earlier, but you was trying to avoid me. And Peter oh, was wow. like, really, man? This what you going to do? And he was just like talking hella shit to him. And wow. he just jumped across a little, the little mixer and put Peter in a headlock. What? <laughs> Tore their little studio up, too. Peter Jamaican. I'd be scared to mess with Peter. Yeah, I'm he, surprised he, he even got him in a headlock. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really surprised he got him in a headlock. But yeah, them shows, all them shows, all them shows are based off of drama. Yeah, they are. The, the, almost all, I ain't gonna say almost, but all the storylines are somebody fighting with somebody, somebody mm-hmm. hating on somebody, and with the like the uh, the, the love and hip hop series. The only person that's ever done anything on those series that's actually doing something is Remy Ma and mm-hmm. Cardi B. And Cardi B. All the rest of them are. are and K Michelle. Oh yeah, and K Michelle. That's yeah, right. Yeah, those three. And you, but you see what happened when K Michelle started popping again. She left it alone. Mm-hmm. Cardi B left, left it, alone. it alone. Remy Ma is on it because she's still getting that bag. Right. But, but she'll she, probably leave it alone soon. She they gonna give her her own show though. They're gonna do like Black Love or right. something like that. Yeah. Her and Papoose. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're gonna do something, but. Yeah, I try not to watch none of them shows, but every now and then it draws me in. I pop some popcorn the and watch that shit. <laughs> not the popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn with extra butter. Lance be like, "What you watching? Oh, you watching that?" But I'll be Get out here. Into it. He does not. He doesn't watch any of that. Did it's you? just depressing. Um, yeah, a, a little bit. But you still watch a, it. a little bit. Um, <laughs> did you watch any of of Tamar and Vince's? Uh, reality show I think I caught like maybe one episode it showed like pretty much the whole breakdown of their marriage yeah it did they got a crazy they they got a crazy marriage but like you were saying earlier she's she's very mouthy she got a mouth on her she did and even when it was on the uh, on the Braxton's Family Values they showed Vince kind of check her a couple times Mm -hmm. and I was like oh no he be talking shit to her oh yeah Cause she be just running off at the mouth. Oh yeah, she probably be telling money. Vince, "You need to have several seats. Get your life. Get your <laughs> life, Vince. Uh uh-uh, uh, I run this house." I hate her and her Tay Martians, her little fans. Mm-hmm. She shaved her head. She just recently shaved her head, like this week. I saw on Instagram she was sitting in the barber chair. He was like, he was taking it all off. Somebody else, uh, somebody here in Sacramento, um, somebody here in Sacramento was talking about you got to do that sometime. Who was that? Sine. Oh, that you gotta. And she's what, thinking about get, doing get rid it. Of just it. Oh, it well, yeah, Sine. I mean, she she rocked that hair style a long she time ago. She rocked it for a long time. Off she, and on. She has the head to do it. Shout out to Sine. Hey, girl. Hey. That's <laughs> this right there. She has the head to do it. My big old apple head. I cannot be. <laughs> I can't be walking around with no shaved head. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, when I was little, my brothers and sisters they they used to always tease me and they called me Buckethead. Oh, that's gold. That's fucked up, huh? <laughs> Do you know how sad I used to be? Look at little Buckethead. Come here, Buckethead. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always try to do my hair in a certain kind of way to cover my my head. They used to always talk about, my, but I mean, but they was talking about the whole head was big, so it wasn't even just the forehead. I got my daddy head. Shut up! You talking about my head for it? That's cold. I used to always get teased. When you're the youngest, you get teased. Oh, my sister used to. They used to do my hair in little braids, and you had braids. Oh my god, a little ponytail or uh, pigtails and Not stuff. Not pigtails. Yeah, with the the barrettes and everything. Because <laughs> I'm the youngest. Why were they trying to make you look like a little girl? Because I got two sisters and they tried to doll me up. I'm like, 
What the fuck? I was like six years, five, six years old, and little pictures of me were us. Oh, Mm-mm. shit. I'm not going to act like I didn't try to get my, my kid back, though, because I did. But most of the time, I used to just do it to my sister, Alina. But I used to fuck with her. <laughs> no, I fucked with Janine, too. I remember one time, because I used to sleepwalk. You did? I had it bad. Yeah. I did, too. I used to sleepwalk. One time, I remember going in Janine's room, and she used to always have them pink um, foam hair rollers in her hair oh, and I shit. went in there in her room and she's like laying there asleep and I just start snatching rollers out her head <laughs> just snatching rollers out Not <laughs> she even. woke up I was like what the fuck is you doing pulling uh, hair and everything and then I went back to I just closed my eyes and just like acted like I was Run out it. of it <laughs> I used to use that sleepwalking shit to really act like I didn't know what I was doing sometimes I used to sleepwalk and take showers with all my clothes on you <laughs> I would, get, I would I would I would go to the shower, turn it on, and that cold water hit me, and I'd wake up with all mm-hmm. my pajamas on and everything. I used to go out into the living room at three o'clock in the morning, and this is way before Cartoon Network or any of the shit where you could find cartoons in the middle of the night. And I sit in the middle of the living room and try to find some cartoons on TV, just flipping through all kind of whatever infomercials, and then. <laughs> So Alina came out She's like What are you doing And she said I looked at her And I said Jammy jammy And she jammy, was like Jammy jammy, jammy. <laughs> Take your ass to bed What are you talking about I used to just say Random stuff Even now Like I can't watch Certain movies I can't watch Scary movies And stuff like that Because I have Nightmares Oh you want to And they'll them. be like Recurring Because my brain Is real active at night Oh shit Yeah so it's not cool I have to be careful What I read And what I look at too Like on social media And stuff <laughs> Before I go to bed Cause I'll start dreaming About that shit <laughs> My therapist said When you go to bed Put something on that That's soothing mm-hmm. So I put on uh, I put Netflix on And put mm-hmm. a nature show on Cause oh. it's soothing Put the uh, What is it Blue Planet They be showing all the The underwater shit The whales And sharks I should try and shit. that I should try it that. Works. Cause, it works. It um, works. Our Netflix, when it's on, Lance be having Criminal Minds on. <laughs> and sometimes I'll be like, I can't watch this. Like, I'll get, like, real sensitive because if it has anything to do with kids getting hurt or, like, elderly people or stuff. something like that. And I, there was this one where the little child didn't get hurt, but they did some, They killed his mom. And they oh, just wow. showed this little boy sitting in his high chair all day long. And then they showed it get dark and they just showed him just sitting there crying. Oh, they killed the mom and just they left him? They killed the mom and left him there. And you know I start thinking about that. <laughs> I'm sitting here, like, and I was like, Lance, I can't, I can't watch this stuff. This can't be on when I'm trying to go to sleep because I'm going to dream about it. And it, like, really, it bothers and me. And it, like, really, it bothers it, me. Like, really... You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl, Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. And Baba Gazoo. So, Baba, did you hear about what's going on? Well, what was going on earlier today at Kennedy High School? I got the um, the voicemail, but I didn't see exactly what I, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of turned it off. Man, my well, son's in elementary school, right on the other side of town. Right, he's not there. That's cool. <laughs> I know. I feel you. So, um, somebody at work showed me the actual text from one of the the students, and he said, "I'm tired of this fucking school bullying me and always making fun about my looks." So, at 11 11 a.m. on Friday, March 16th, at John F. Kennedy, um, it will be shot and blown up. I already stole keys from a janitor, placed bombs in. Um, the B and C wing And I bet after this You guys will leave me alone And then it says Hashtag KKK I don't These uh, kids I don't nowadays 
and um, Donald Trump and them were meeting with video game producers. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. After the um, the the Florida, the, yeah, the one in Florida, saying that the video games are making these kids crazy like that. Really, the video that's games. home home that's that's home. That they they learning some shit in the home straight up to make them. Because the, the the dude that shot up the church in South Carolina, mm-hmm. his sister got in trouble bringing a knife and some other shit to school. Wow. She had a little weed, so she might have been, you know, a <laughs> little bit cool, but you know. <laughs> so they're absolutely, I mean, look, their parents have to have, have to have weapons and they hear what they're talking about, see what they're doing. But no regular kid just decides. I'm going to find a gun. First of all, how are you going to get access to a gun and go up to a school and just shoot it up? A lot of these kids are, are falling into the, you know, they have the little cliche where they're, you know, falling in with the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are loners. They're, they, you know, they nerds or they whatever you want to call them. Feel like outcasts. Outcasts. And when, once they find a family or somebody that's treating them like family, they go all in with it. Mm-hmm. And it usually be, well, sometimes it's the KKK, the white supremacy groups. And once they get in with that, they pretty much are, they're, they're fucked. Sad, man. Because just going in there and shooting up a school, I couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine anybody talking about me or treating me so bad that I just want to go kill people. Right. You you already have to have something mentally not right with you Mm -hmm. and then a group comes in and and plays on that and preys on that Mm -hmm. and makes you because like the little boy that that did the um the parkland shooting he was crazy yeah they had all kinds of reports on him from the fbi to the sheriff department that they didn't take seriously so what does it take for for them to take this kind of thing seriously if you're getting reports i mean shouldn't you look into it are you just like oh no i I think it's anything I, I, I think it's the it's the day and age where they have to take everything everything for face value yeah and 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 dive into it as deep as they can because there's way too many school shootings. I yeah. think we've already had like 15, 16 this year, and we're only in March. Wow. So I mean that's one that's one every other week or one one a week or two a week almost something like that. So. It's crazy. It is, and you wonder why a lot of parents want to homeschool their children. Yeah, that's that's the next best thing. Because yeah. uh, if if they're not going over to that side, as far as white supremacy, you still got these little knuckleheads, gangbangers that mm-hmm. want to be gangbangers. They don't even know what the fuck gangbanging is. Mm-hmm. They they trying to bring back some old school shit. Right. But it <laughs> it ain't working. Right. Because I see these niggas walking down the street all day long. Throwing up signs And they don't even know What the fuck they throwing Mm-mm. up No nope. It's crazy Just feeling like It's the cool thing to do Yeah and That's what it is That's really unfortunate Shh. You're listening to The Lounge Talk Podcast With your girl Ann Carter DJ L Boogie And Baba Gazoo Yeah yeah Shot down but I live and I don't mind start to contemplate Razor blades making life blind Now I'm staring at an empty plate And it tastes oh so bitter sweet And I basically need something to eat oh. so Cooking up, cooking up, cooking up That's what you gotta do when you gotta stay afloat Cooking up, cooking up, cooking up 
poor, poor, always come knocking at my door. Said I'm cooking up, cooking up, cooking up. Yeah. One thing that I'll never be is broke. Said I'm cooking up, cooking up, cooking up. Still really glad I was smooth. You never know where to find me. Don't use the phone, thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. I never saw it as well. Follow us on Instagram at The Lounge Radio. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Mrs. Ann Carter. Hit the email up, loungetalkradioshow at gmail.com. Send your song submissions. Show us some love.